And we're live. And we're live. Another edition of Respect Me Podcast, episode 11. 11. The viewers slash, they're not viewers, they're listeners. We have viewers well, on Instagram have. Live. Yes, we All have right. a special guest today. His name is Greggy T. Oh, Greggy T. About to get real spicy up in here. Oh my goodness. Can, uh, we, can we talk about Greggy T's accolades first? Oh, okay. He sure. ran through them off the air, but Greggy T is a four-time Healthy Buffalo Basketball League champion. Currently, number one points per game in the league out of 100 people. 19 points per game? That's 18. 18. Yep. Shit. Respect, Greggy T. Feels good. Feels good. Feels real good, huh? Yep. He's qualified to talk That's because I wasn't guarding you. (laughs) (laughs) Still waiting for that invite. I I don't know about all that. Check the hips. (laughs) And we have a fresh Bills win. Spicy pickle. Uh, Thanksgiving. Some would say upset of the year. Upset? You think so? Uh, Why? A lot of people. All right. I'm not even saying The spread a lot was of six people. and a half. All right. ESPN, ESPN, the Ocho, everybody on the actual news was calling the Cowboys winning that one, I think. I, I mean, th- it wasn't a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't. I don't. I don't think a lot of people expected the Bills to win. I mean, I it's. So. You have to understand the Bills are not a good prime time team. No. It's a big stage. And it's a and that's that's this is Thanksgiving. The whole world's watching. It's not like a few viewers like every week when the Bills are on at one on CBS. Like everybody's <laughs> watching. So it's but the Bills were that's the best game I've seen the Bills play and I've been watching the Bills for years. I, that's the best game the Bills have played in a very, very long time. And they didn't just beat Dallas. They won. They beat the crap they beat the crap out of Dallas. Yeah I mean, so it's Dallas went up seven nothing in that one and I don't know if the they first just drive. put it on yeah. cruise control and thought this was gonna be a walk in the park. I think they came, came out and, a little apprehensive. You know, they came the right down Dallas came right down seven nothing. Yes. Like it was nothing and then that's it. And then I think most people thought watching the game Well, this is gonna be a bad game for the Bills because Dallas scored so easily and then the Bills scored twenty six unanswered, and that was it. <laughs> that was <laughs> the it. game. Was that was the game. That was it, and um, they kind of just gave up. But um, don't sleep on Jason Witten Thanksgiving. He every, always gets a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I started. We, we started him in DraftKings. You can ask me why I'm starting Jason Witten in fantasy. Cole Beasley, you knew he was scoring a touchdown yeah. against, against his, his old former team. team. Absolutely. I mean, he went off six for one ten and a touch. Best game of the year by far for Cole Beasley. Yeah. John Brown throws a better spiral than half the QBs in the league. Oh, um, that, was good, that was a good pass there. Um, Singletary, 97 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. I mean, our our key players were performing. They were scoring. They were getting touches. Um, everybody looked good. Josh Allen was efficient. Um, another touchdown pass. 19 uh, for 24, I think. Yep. Pretty legit. Not bad. It's not 300 yards. It's not 300 yards. And we will not see that it's, all it's year. The best. It's the best. It's the best. The Bills have played all year on offense for sure. Play calling was great. They they uh, all the receivers, the routes they were running, like the drags across the middle. Every everybody was just seemed to be getting open, and that's the first trick play the Bills have run on that Philly special. Like everyone's using now in the NFL. That's the first time I've seen the Bills run a trick play like that in a very long time. Yeah. and that's how you keep defenses in the NFL honest because you got to mix it up sometimes you can't just do like run the first two plays like we we've been doing for years and then mm-hmm. throw on third down you got to you got to get creative with it I, I like the way Josh Allen has been looking over the past 5 games I've been dogging him pretty much all season because he hasn't thrown 300 yards um but he's been efficient he's had 12 total touchdowns in the last 5 games with one turnover you have 12 touchdowns to one turnover in the last 5 games that's pretty good. I don't care if you're throwing 100 yards or 300 yards. 
that's pretty good. You're going to win football games playing like that, and especially with our defense playing the way they are. Yeah, pretty much. They're just not shooting themselves in the foot yeah. and puts them in a chance to win football games. Yeah, every every time you and that's you can win the you you win in the NFL with what he just said. Don't turn the ball over, and with as good as their defense is, like you said, I mean that's why they've won nine games and they've gotten to this point and they're nine and three. So Josh yeah. Allen has eight rushing touchdowns, tied for six uh, overall. League? Overall, <laughs> he's got more rushing touchdowns than Zeke and Nick Chubb. And if you, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you right now, you might not know this, you probably do, but. I don't know if it still stands after this week, but coming into last week, John Brown was the top wideout in the AFC in terms of receiving yards. That's true. We're talking, we're talking more than guys like DeAndre Hopkins, like all the good yeah. receivers in the AFC, and he is first. And there's plenty of them. You know what? That and that those used to be one of those guys used to be a Patriots receiver in prior years, uh, whether it was Moss or Wes Welker, or even Gronk, uh, their their team looks like dog shit after yesterday. But, uh, no. Dude, they're signing AB. I refuse. He's coming back. <laughs> we stashed him in a deep that, sleeper league. That was the, that was, we might not, we don't have to talk about New England, but that's the biggest, oh, we'll talk about that's the biggest mistake New England has made in a long time. It's not really their mistake, but him retiring, they haven't, they've had the, one of the worst tight end productions in the league this year, like there was guy, they got guys coming in every week that barely even run routes. I saw they Matt, got guys. I saw Watson had a catch. I was amazed. That was the they, first yeah, time I heard his Matt name Lacoste all year. Caught I a ball. He was <laughs> um, they just don't have any big names on that team anymore. And Brady's done that in the past with no name guys, but he's getting older too. He's not the same Tom Brady. He can't do miracles all the time. He can't have the weight of the world on his shoulders all the time. He needs people to step up. He was and because, sacked a lot, man. And, be, and, and he's holding the ball a long time yesterday on a ton of plays because nobody's open. No one's the nobody can is, get open. The problem is you have you have their receivers right now are Muhammad Sanu, Jacoby Myers, and Edelman, and they have no tight end. So people are coming out. They're doubling Edelman. Yep. And that's it. And they 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 don't have Rob Gronkowski to open up the middle of the field anymore. And the guys on the outside are not big, fast receivers, so they can't. Doesn't even matter if your cornerbacks are bad; they can't win one-on-one battles against good cornerbacks. Let alone, first of all, the Texans aren't even a good pass defense. They've been like one of the worst this That's year. That's true. And they made the Texans look like they were the best yeah. defense in the league yesterday. You know so. what's funny is that uh, the second half, Tom Brady. They were. I don't know what was the score at the at halftime. I, I think, think it was. Let's see, they won the game 28-22. I think it was like 14-3. to Yeah, they were Something getting like smacked at the half. They come out, and it looked like Tom Brady literally only went to Edelman and James White in that entire second half. He went to what he knows. Those are the best two route runners on that team by far, the two smallest guys on the team, but those are people that he's comfortable with. He stopped throwing the ball to Sanu, who couldn't catch a pass. He stopped throwing the ball <laughs> yeah. to one of his tight ends, who yeah. I thought was retired, and he just went back to what he knew. And he almost came back, and Brandon Bolden almost had that onside kick recovery at yeah. the very end of that game. And damn it, if they would have got that... Count it a win for the Patriots, dude. Yeah. They weren't letting Houston's that one go. Houston's D was play, playing so soft. They were playing really soft. They, they just gave up that touchdown like butter. It was like yeah, nothing. that last touchdown they gave up. To there was, was no, cheese. there was no urgency from the even Patriots. that James White run run catch for like forty yards oh, in the middle yeah. of the field. Was, Nobody was like he didn't even go out of bounds. He's like, I'm just gonna go I'm in the middle, keep running. Um, it, they were playing very soft and. It felt like they thought they had a big enough lead where they didn't need to really care. They didn't play a tight D on them. And the Patriots are not the team you want to mess around with because they will come back and win that game. If they get that onside kick, they would have won. But that's that. Let's move it on. Yep. Buffalo, right. Baltimore next week. Buffalo at home, correct? 
Yep. Buffalo's home, man. That's yep. our only it is, chance. It is a juicy matchup. Oh, and, real juicy. Any thoughts? That is the... My thoughts on it are... I was talking to a few people I work with today. And first of all, it's... When the season began, you didn't expect not only the Bills to be in this position in week I didn't 14. expect Baltimore to you be here. You didn't expect Baltimore to be here either because you, you knew Lamar Jackson was good. You didn't know he was this good. No. And nobody did. Come, uh, especially, I, I watched him at Louisville. Great at Louisville, but no one expected this because he's not a very big guy. But my f- initial thoughts on it are the Bills, you got to have good linebackers. Uh, seems kind of simple because the Ravens run their read option plays with Mark Ingram. And Mark, I watched the whole, most of the game yesterday against the Niners. They like to, they're not going to go up the middle. It may look like it on the screen, but they like to get to the edge. They like to get to the perimeter. And that's where they make their plays. And because when you got Lamar Jackson on the edge, guy can pitch it or he can run it. So he can do multiple things. And that's where they're beating teams. And if you don't have linebackers who can play on the outside and stop them from getting those spots, well, you can't be Baltimore because Baltimore doesn't really have. That's the thing. That's why it's amazing they've been so successful this year. Right. They really don't have wide receivers. <laughs> they got Willie Sneed well, and Marquise Brown. So Hollywood, get that right. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Brown. Yeah. Hollywood Brown. Well, they're a uh, tight end though. Is having a pretty good season. That's what they do dangerous. though. That's what they do. They they run the offense through the tight ends because that's what that's they like do. That's like what the Pats did. Yeah. So you know, in prior years when they had Gronk and. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Davis. Davis. <laughs> they run, they're running that two tight end set. They, run, uh. they just run a lot of plays with Mark Ingram, and then off of those plays, they go in the middle of the field with their big tight ends. And I think the Bills, if you you got to have good linebackers. Look at Matt Milano is going to be all over the field. Exactly. Next week, he is literally going to be chasing down Lamar Jackson. I feel like he should be the spy. I think he's our best coverage linebacker that we have. Um, I think he needs to just spy. Jackson the whole time. That's what you have to have. You have to have somebody just watching him. Just watch him, man. You yeah. know he's going to take off. Yeah, it's... it's. I thought the Niners were the one team in the league that would really stop him this week because they're so their front seven is probably best in the league right now. But if they run so many creative different looks at you, it's hard. Uh, the best chance the Bills have is the game's in Buffalo. And yep. it's the biggest game in Buffalo in years. It Very really is. Time. And you can't... The Bills are 9-3. Yeah. and three. They, 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 yeah. they win this game... They're tied atop the AFC with the Ravens you at ten and three. I mean, that's that <laughs> that's, is come on. That's I unreal. Mean, that's that unreal. Is, and when like, I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. Obviously, I think both teams are very good on defense. I think the score they just beat the Niners yesterday, twenty seventeen, is indicative of what the score yep. will be. I see it coming down to the final minutes, and I just think that a couple weeks ago, when the Bills were coming into this big stretch of games, I didn't know what to think of them, but. They play like they did against the Cowboys. They got a serious shot to pull the upset. And, it, yeah, I still think it'd be an upset even though the Bills are 9-3 and because right now the Ravens look like the best team in the league. We'll check out so. the spread. Baltimore minus 5.5. I think whoever wins the time of possession battle on offense wins this game. 5.5, that's it? 5.5. Yeah, well. It's not bad. I think the Browns are getting more when we played down. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> always favored, oh, the man. The Browns are always favored. The Browns are always – they're playing Bengals. They're minus 9, but I digress. <laughs> Bengals got their first win. Oh, Ooh, hello. Yeah, that's Jets? A, was it the Jets? Uh, I think so. Have you know that that's yeah. the second time this year the Jets have given a team in the NFL their first win. They did it in Week 7 against Miami. Ooh. So that's twice. Oh, now the Jets. They're so bad. <laughs> hey, now think about it. That Jets team, now that Jets, that same Jets team beat the Cowboys this year. That's they they lost to the Bengals and Dolphins. <laughs> so they lost to the Bengals and Dolphins. Gave them both their first win. They didn't just lose. Well, that goes, again. That goes to show you what the Cowboys are, man. I mean, they haven't beat anybody 
Oh, actually, the Cowboys this year are 0 6 against teams that are above a fi- that are above 500 and trash. And as an as Jerry, some, yeah, as someone who is a diehard Eagles fan, let me tell you something right now. That, oh that race for that division is bad. Both teams are gonna. One of them is gonna host a playoff game. Not that they deserve it, but but uh, you got five and seven and yeah. six and six. I mean, I'm an Eagles That's an fan. Ugly division we just right lost there. to the damn Dolphins, man. That's- I. But That's Devontae true. Parker went off. Yes. 37 fantasy points in a PPR league with bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> Devontae, <laughs> hey, that, Devontae Parker, I don't know. He, the last couple weeks in fantasy football, he'd been dynamite. And you know what? That's what Fitzpatrick does. He it's did Fitz it, magic. He does, it, he does it every time he has a number one receiver. Force feed that guy the ball and let him make plays. Devontae Parker's a pretty big dude, too. And he caused a hell of problems for the Eagles secondary yesterday. Real quick, uh, I want to go back. Predictions on the score for the Bills game. Who's winning? What's the score? Who's a player to watch? I got... I'm going to go with is someone who's cheering for the Bills. I think the Ravens are going to win the game, but I think it's going to be... Um, close. It's going to be very close. I think it's going to be about 23 to, 23 to 17 is what I think the Ravens 17. are going to win. And I think a player to watch in the game is... Devin Singletary. And I'm gonna tell you why, because we have the Bills this year have not gotten him going at all. And first of all, no disrespect to Frank Gore, the guy's third all time on the rushing list. But he's not the direction we're going. We're mm-hmm. going with Singletary. And we have not committed to Devin Singletary in many games this year. He's had like what, we, one one hundred yard rush. He's had one one hundred yard game, but we have recently, I think, been finally getting him a little bit more. But we need I'm telling you right now, we need he's a player to watch because we need to keep Lamar Jackson off the field. Mm-hmm. We need Singletary to run the ball. Get big gains and time of possession is going to yeah, be huge. Like you said, time of possession will probably determine the game. But the Bills, their their the receivers are good, but the Ravens are one of the more underrated pass defenses in the league, and they just made life miserable for Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady a couple weeks ago. So I feel like well, that's not how we're going to beat them. Uh, and Josh Allen's obviously got to keep playing. Turnover free game. Is Earl Thomas on Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah. Do they? They have. They have. They have a very. No one's talking about him. They have. They have an (laughs) underrated. He's making plays. I heard his name. a Dozen times during that forty. Dude, they have four of the most underrated players in a secondary in the league that no one's talking about. They got Earl Thomas, uh, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, and that their slot corner, uh, Marlon Humphrey. Is extremely underrated. I disagree. I think Peters is a little bit overrated. No, Peter. Jimmy's Jimmy Smith is definitely yes. underrated. Well, Nobody talks about Jimmy. Peters Smith. is a yeah. Peters I can understand, but he's a system cornerback, mm-hmm. and most games they have him in a system where he's in a zone, so he's not really matched up with people. So because of that, that's why I think their pass D is so good. But Devin Singletary is the player to watch because I think they said it last week on Monday Night Countdown. This is the most important stat I think nobody knows in the NFL. He's got the highest yards per touch yes, of any running back in the NFL. Yes, he does. Damn. He's like, so it's like six and a it's half like or something. It's like 6.7. That's yeah, So, I mean, give nuts. the guy the ball. That was like Jamal Charles circa, yeah, I don't know what year that was, day. man, when he was That was like Jamal prime. Charles and that year Chris Johnson had like yeah, 2,000 plus rush oh, yards. Chris I mean, yeah. <laughs> so. I'll take a stab at it. Okay. You know, last week, Spicy Pickle, we said Dallas would take the win, both of us. Yep. We're going to change it up. We got Bills 20, Baltimore 17. It's good. That's it. Wow. Player, Player to, watch. to watch, Singletary. Singletary yep. as well. Time possession. Oh, man. I Maybe I'm just going to do this so I don't jinx the Bills, but I got to go Ravens no! on this one. Um, I think they just got too much firepower on offense, and I think our defense will hold them in check, but we're not going to contain them like I want us to contain them. 
I think they end up going 24-17. Josh Allen won't turn the ball over, but Lamar Jackson will still get loose on us. Player to watch. Does Josh Allen throw 300? Josh Allen does not throw 300. Josh Allen might throw only 200 this Josh game. Josh Allen, I think, barely reaches 200. <laughs> I this think. is going to be a ground game. I think he actually rushes for maybe 60, 70 yards. Honestly, I think Josh Allen gets loose himself and gets more uh, and gets a big game on the on the ground. Um, but my player to watch, Cole Beasley, back to back to back because he's had <laughs> he's had two games in a row that he's been our top wide receiver i think he keeps the trend up i think we're going to use him like how we should be using him dink and dunk over the middle like the pats have been doing for years against everybody in the league we have cole beasley he is that kind of player he goes across the middle you throw a two-yard slant to him and let him get eight that's all you have to let him do but that's my player to watch that's my prediction of the game game of the week greggy t what do we got got a couple good games this week uh I, like we said before i like the Rams and the Seahawks on Sunday night. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many divisional games there are this week. Philly, uh, uh, Philly uh, against Giant. Danny Dyes. The, the game that's Danny. Philly, Philly Giants on Monday Night Football next week is the season for the Eagles. Um, I'm trying to think of. I think the game on Thursday night um, is also going to be very good. It's the Bears and the Cowboys. But it's at the Bears, and I. And before you say Mitch, oh, yeah. Before you say it's going to be like boring and stuff, I tell you right now, it's another game. I think the Cowboys are in trouble because the Bears are good defensively, still, and I think that's going to be a good game. But the game of the week, um, let's see, it's not the Eagles game will be entertaining because both teams don't really have a defense. But the game of the week is probably the game on Sunday night um, between the Rams and the Seahawks because the it's literally the season for the Rams and. And they made everyone made a big deal out of them blowing up the Cardinals this week. Is Jared Goff back? No, he's not back. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's not back. The Cardinals are bad. The Cardinals they are can't stop bad. anybody. And I don't think they'll be able to stop Russell Wilson next week. The Rams, because last Monday night, as we saw, Lamar Jackson did whatever he wanted to the Rams. So doesn't bode well for them next week. But you never know. The Rams have got. Is Gurley going to get more than twenty touches? He should. He, he should, should because the Rams two of the last three weeks. They need to win. Two of the last three weeks, the Rams have won because Todd Gurley had 25 carries against the Bears, won that game. 20 carries yesterday. Where was he all win. fantasy season? <laughs> I, oh. I'm, luckily, I'm making playoffs in both leagues. Yep. Knock on glass. I'm making the playoffs. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, right now I'm and actually. And now I need him to yeah. come through. Thank you. I didn't trade him. I held on me to too. him and prayed that he would come around. I'm hoping he comes around big for me. For I saw Todd Gurley yesterday. On a 28-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. How'd he look? Get called back. That How'd guy he, is fine. God. That How'd he guy, look? He, How'd he look? He looked his, good. His legs are fine. He was There's holding not, back. He yeah, was holding back. They were actually doing the holding him back. Now, like, next, this week in Seattle is actually the week where you got to unleash Todd Gurley and play through because you don't want Russell Wilson out there. No. No. So, t- listen, they their offensive line is very good, the Rams, but you have to understand how you're going to win games the rest of the year. It's not going to be on Jared Goff's arm. It's going to be on Todd Gurley's legs. Go, go, go. And, remember, when Todd Gurley had that MVP season two years ago, Jared Goff was only so good that year because Todd Gurley yeah. opened up passing lanes. Yes. So, that's what they got to get back to. That's what they've been missing. And even though Jerkoff threw 400 yards yesterday, I mean, Gurley getting touches, positive sign, because I think before this year, they showed it a couple weeks ago, Todd Gurley was first in the NFL and among running backs in yards, touches, receiving yards, yeah. all that. The guy is one of the best runners in the league, and they've obviously been holding him back. But guess what? It may be too, a little too late for the Rams. They've been holding him back for too long, and, and now they got to like win every game. 
Who do you Ch- think is winning that game? My head says pick the Rams because they're at home, but man, I can't pick against Russell Wilson. Russell, I got MVP. Russell. He's a MVP. bad yeah. man. I got I got Russell Wilson, and I got the I got the I got them winning that game thirty to twenty three is what I got the Seahawks winning. So spicy pickle, you should check the uh, Instagram live for any viewer questions. Uh, viewer well, questions? I pick my game of the week. My game of the week: Steelers Cardinals. Oh. Hello, Steelers should get this win. Knock on glass. Hello, <laughs> they'll move to eight and five. Theoretically speaking, if Bills lose, they go to Greg nine T. and four, setting up <laughs> Cody Manning. He said, "Greggy T." Greggy T. <laughs> Steelers win, Bills lose. That's going to set up for a juicy matchup in two weeks at Pittsburgh. Bills Pittsburgh. Ooh, I will be at that game. By the way, I have to, I have to take a shout out real quick at the Steelers because there was a thing on Instagram yesterday that said the Steelers' problems and what they've lost and where they are now. The Steelers have lost Big Ben this year, no, no Bell, no Brown. They've lost numerous people on the line. Uh, a couple suspensions because of that fight in yep. Cleveland. You got and Mason Rudolph being Juju, the- James Conner, and Juju. Out. They are they are literally winning games with a third string undrafted player in De- um, Benny Snell. Yeah, Benny, Benny Snell. Snell and Devlin Hodges. Well, I said look Devlin, fear the duck. Baby. I said look out for Benny Snell week one when I saw <laughs> one touch out of him. He looked great. So no surprise no, to Benny Snell. Hey, I've always thought Mike Tomlin was a massively underrated coach in the league, and just because everyone dogged him because they never won in the playoffs because they always ran to New England, but. Don't just. Dis- they are seven and five, and they are in a wild card right now, basically playing with backups. Listen, okay, they're seven and five with Mason Rudolph averaging like four turnovers a game. That's impressive. Yeah, and, and Terry, now the, that's the most underrated defense in the league that nobody watches every week. TJ Watt, Watt should be in there with the MVP. TJ Watt fall, falling in his dude is footsteps. An animal. Nick Bosa. Mm. The Bosa brothers are awesome, but you have to understand they have. They've got multiple dudes who can make plays. They got Bud Dupree, uh, Devin Bush, T.J. Watt. Um, there's they got that trade that they got for Miami saved their season, and Mega Fitzpatrick has saved their secondary. That guy is correct. That dude's from Alabama, so of course he's a good player. Uh, I'm gonna end on my game of the week: Pats, uh, Chiefs. I don't think the Patriots are losing two in a row. They can't. I don't think they've done that in probably and 10 years. I don't know. It, it just doesn't happen. They the don't game. lose two games in a row. That's okay? the game of the week. They're bouncing back. Yep. And I think they're going to make a shootout of it. I think the last two times they played each other, uh, Pats won both those matchups. It was high-scoring games. I think it'll be another high-scoring game. Uh, Kansas City Careful. has no defense. Kansas City has no defense, which is why they'll probably win. And what you said, they don't lose two in a row. But both their losses this year are to mobile quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, know your stats. That's why we have Greggy T here to just shoot me down on my prediction. Uh, doesn't matter. Pats don't lose two games. They win this one 35-30. That's my prediction. They're not losing two in a row. It's going to be a good game. James yeah, they're, they're also the another only, 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> they're also the only team in the NFL that would actually get criticized because they're 10-2 and two right now. Right. Heard them talking about it in football today. What's wrong with New England? Okay, 10-2. <laughs> And uh, I think that wraps it up for this week. I think we're going to wrap it up this week. Greg T, thanks for joining us. Final words. I appreciate it, boys. Uh, I appreciate that championship dub tonight. Appreciate you guys having me on the show. We've got a playoff game tonight. Greg T looking to add to his accolades. I'm probably putting up 30. Young so. Mamba over here. <laughs> Sounds good. King J. Spicy. Greg T. <laughs> out. We're out.